Well, if you want to talk about the transgender issue and women's safety in bathrooms, changing rooms, sports, prisons, domestic violence refuges, and in public policy in general, you'll get shouted down and shouted out of the public domain. Think Posey Parker at Albert Park and the storm that was shamefully whipped up by the media on that. And of course, our full page advertisements shut down by the newspapers that simply asked, what is a woman? But suddenly, the political leaders are suddenly talking about it. In fact, some political leaders who support gender ideology are now questioning gender ideology. How can that be? Let's check it out. So New Zealand First Leader Winston Peters announced a number of policies around transgender issues recently, including laws requiring new public organisations, including new schools, to provide clearly demarcated unisex and single-sex bathrooms. The party also wants a law change to require current public toilets to not allow anyone access, which are designed for the opposite sex use. Uh, and he also says we will pass legislation to ensure any publicly funded sporting body that does not have an exclusive biological female category where ordinarily appropriate shall be immediately ineligible for any public funding. And you'll see he opens the announcement saying this entire debate is about finding the balance between fair inclusion and fairness for all. The minority liberal elite are trying to decide for all New Zealanders that the removal of women's safety, privacy and freedoms is an expected sacrifice for the elite's woke ideological and social crusade. Uh, and he concludes by saying this is not about being anti-anyone or anti-anything. This is about standing up for common sense, safety and fairness for everyone. Well, hard to argue. And now, interestingly, ex-David Seymour also spoke recently on this issue, agreeing with the same policies that Winston Peters has raised. This debate is just so vociferous that people aren't allowed to have a different opinion. You saw that with the Posey Parker rally, where in the land of Kate Shepherd, you can't have a group of women meet in a public park to discuss women's rights and women's politics. How on earth did that happen? And what seems to have occurred is that we have a tyranny of the minority where the majority tremor in fear that if they even ask basic questions, they will be ostracised, pilloried, cancelled and doxxed to the point that they can't have any kind of role in their own life. Yes, in every way possible you will be accommodated, but you can't tell people that black is white and white is black. You can't tell people that they're not allowed to ask the question. And there may be some facilities and some sports where actually people want to make a law, and it's allowed under the Human Rights Act, that actually you can't participate or you can't use this changing room or whatever if your birth sex is the opposite of that that it's reserved for. I think those are the kinds of debates and changes that New Zealand's going to need on that issue. Now, here's the problem with what David Seymour is saying. He's raising the issue about gender ideology and its effect on public spaces, but this is the same David Seymour and the whole ACT Party that voted for gender ideology to override birth certificates and for birth certificates to be based on your gender identity rather than your biological sex at birth. Yep, unanimous support from ACT. In fact, you can change your sex on your certificate as often as you like. A 16, 17-year-old 
doesn't even need to necessarily have parental permission. Um, this is the ACT Party who also supported the conversion therapy law, which criminalises, yes, criminalises, parents, pastors and counsellors who may oppose the gender affirmation model. That's locking people into transgenderism when dealing with a child who may have gender dysphoria. That criminalises a parent who affirms their daughter as a girl and their son as a boy and tells their child, uh, no, darling, you cannot just choose to change your gender. No, you cannot go on puberty blockers or cross-sex hormones. No, I'm not buying you a chest binder or those tuck-friendly togs. And ACT also voted to criminalise the act of someone who wants to seek counselling to deal with their own unwanted, unwanted sexuality and gender identity issues. So please excuse me if I find it a little hard to take Seymour at his word on this issue. Either you accept the ideology and pass all those laws, or you call our culture back to biology and truth. I don't think you can have it both ways. But what does national leader Christopher Luxon and Labour leader Chris Hipkins, and the other party leaders for that matter, think? Well, national leader Christopher Luxon says it's a non-issue, must be on another planet if you're concerned about this issue. And uh, Greens co-leader Marama Davidson said it was worse than nasty, it was nasty. Here's the One News coverage. Winston Peters causing quite a stink today over toilets. I make it very clear, somebody who's got a male appendix should not be in a woman's bathroom or a girl's bathroom. New Zealand first reigniting the controversial debate on women's spaces. I'm telling you, you're on a different planet if you want to have a conversation about bathrooms and make that an election issue. We're the only, we're the only ones grounded in this campaign, can't you see? It's not something that's being raised with me at the moment. I don't think it's front of mind for most New Zealanders. A lot of people do want to enter the debate. A lot of people are saying, thank heavens, someone is making a stand for women. New Zealand First is proposing a law ensuring any new public bathroom has clearly demarcated unisex and single-sex facilities and that current toilets aren't used by anyone of the opposite sex. Women and young girls should be safe and feel safe when they go to a public bathroom. In some parts of the country, you've got men going in there and using the same bathroom. And a lot of people are seriously concerned, and rightfully so. It's cheap and nasty, and it's at the expense of trans people. This is politics that does not belong in this uh, century, and perhaps neither does this politician. New Zealand First would also withhold public funding from sporting bodies which don't have exclusive female categories. Now, if you want to defend cheats, go right ahead, but my party does not. Yeah, Hipkins, Chris Hipkins, Labour leader, says that nobody has raised the issue with him. In fact, we know that to be false because Speak Up For Women tweeted, Chris Hipkins says that women's single-sex spaces are not being raised with him. This is an absolute lie. Speak Up For Women have communicated with him several times in the last few months, including sending him a heads-up on these poll results on self, uh, sex self-ID and a personalised copy of our press release regarding an event we held at Parliament in May. He's forgotten about his inability to articulate an answer to the what is a woman question that Sean Plunkett asked. He's forgotten about the sex and gender questions in the census and the emails he received as a result. Now, to be fair to National Leader Christopher Luxon, uh, let me just play what he said in full context, because you only short, saw a very short clip. Now, it's a hard to hear the interviewer, but you'll see the question in text down the bottom. 
Uh, no, uh, we, we are. We, I can tell you, bathrooms is not a big topic for this election. Uh, what this what this country is focused on is who are the best economic managers, who's going to reduce the cost of living. Uh, when I'm out and about across New Zealand, uh, bathrooms is not going to be a big election issue in New Zealand. Well, it may well be, but I'm telling you, you're on a different planet if you want to have a conversation about bathrooms and make that an election issue. Because what, what, what New Zealanders are really talking about is actually after yesterday, with a third of New Zealanders about to refix their mortgages between now and Christmas, is how they find an extra $700 a fortnight. What they're talking about is why crime is out of control. What they're talking about is how we deliver better health and education. They're not talking about bathrooms. Uh, I, don't have, I think there's a lot of unisex bathrooms around, and so uh, this is not an issue, and I think if we're going to talk time talking about it, uh, it is, you're on a different planet. You are not in tune with what's going on with New Zealanders. You know, we are in an economic crisis. They are feeling huge amounts of pain and suffering. They need a government to fix and rebuild the economy so that they can actually get the public services they deserve. Yeah, bathrooms are not a big issue, according to Luxon. You know... He's half right and half wrong in what he said in that stand-up interview. He's right that people are talking about crime, about health, about the cost of living, but he's wrong that people aren't talking about bathrooms. Of course, bathrooms is a silly way of expressing it, but the media are deliberately trying to cheapen the whole debate with simple opening questions, silly opening questions like, do we need laws specifying which public bathroom people are able to use? And it's just Winston's obsession. Well, you know what? It's not about a law. It's about this, which everyone understands. Male and female toilets. Privacy. Safety. Everyone understood it. Everyone followed it. There were no issues. But then it became this. And it also became this in sports with this farce. Uh, and then it became this when suddenly gender ideology confused everybody and made toilets, bathrooms, camp bunk rooms, women's sports, women's refuges, unsafe spaces for women. And anyone who raised concerns were cancelled. But we also know that National Leader Christopher Luxon is being asked about this issue also on the campaign trail. In fact, we recently highlighted his comments regarding the whole sexuality and gender ideology being rammed down in primary schools to children as young as six and seven, and Lux's re Luxon's response that it's the parents' domain. So, you know, thumbs up to Winston Peters for starting this debate on the campaign trail, although in fairness, there have been lots of others of us raising this issue for a number of years. In fact, our first report on this issue actually came out in 2015, eight years ago. Here's what you need to do. Go to valueyourvote.nz and check out this issue with our political leaders and where they stand, because we've asked all the party leaders, including the parties not currently in Parliament, where they stand on these issues and where they've refused to answer. We've gone on their voting record and their public statements, and we've asked them these questions. Do they support or oppose gender ideology, gender identity separate from biological sex? Do they support or oppose birth certificates being based on gender identity and not biological sex? Do they support or oppose the current conversion therapy ban law? Do they Support or oppose counselling bans for youth with gender confusion unless you're pushing them towards transgenderism? Do they support or oppose counselling bans on gender sexuality for adults, even if the adult has given consent for that counselling? Do they support or oppose a ban on chemicalisation and surgery for minors for gender transitioning? 
And do they support or oppose legal protection for parents to be able to discuss gender and sexuality issues with their children? And do they support or oppose a ban on prayer for issues related to sexuality and gender? You know, most of these things were criminalised in the conversion therapy law. Gender ideology is definitely an election issue. Well, I mean, it's one of a number, but it's definitely a key one. Don't let the media or the politicians tell you otherwise. Mm -hmm.